Do you ever want to dive deeper into the Bible, but you just don't know where to begin or struggle to feel like you have the time? When you read the Bible, do you get frustrated because you know there's so much more in there, you just have no clue how to get it out? Or maybe you just want to know the Bible better and you're looking for any resource to help. Well, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. We are two sisters, and I'm Erica. I'm Veronica. And yep, I'm doing the opening today, (laughs) if that's throwing you off. We love to study the Bible, and we love to help others understand it better. Because we found that in our own study of Scripture, bringing back the context at Scripture actually adds to the understanding. It adds color to the black and white pages of the text. Well, it's been a while, Veronica. How'd I do on the uh, opening? You did good. It's funny because I can do it in 44 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and you took about 48. Yeah, that's funny. You've shaved off Just a few seconds. Yes. So, do you want to tell everyone what we're doing today? We are going to talk about how to do Bible study with your children. Yes. And memorizing, because that's an important part of Bible study. Maybe not your own children, maybe children whose lives you're involved in. Oh, yeah, Sunday school, mm-hmm. book clubs, yep. nieces and nephews, yep. grandkids. grandkids. Yep. Any kids you have insight and input into, yep. here are some ideas. Yeah, our grandma knew her. some of her grandkids weren't studying the Bible, so she gave them a dollar. Really? Every passage they would memorize, yeah. They got oh. a dollar bill. Now, she knew we were memorizing scripture because yeah, of our parents. Say. But yeah, huh. Jimmy's kids, she paid to memorize scripture. But you know what? They did. Did they really? They did a few. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So hey, grandparents, that's one way to do it. Yeah, bribery. Bribery. Because you know what? The word of God does not return void. It doesn't, especially if you get it in when they're young. Right. It sticks better than when you're old. Yeah. <laughs> All of us older brains can attest to. Right. But you can still do it. Yep. Yep. So one of the things we did want to tell you is just our kids' ages. Yes. Because I'll start. Uh, This is Veronica. Uh, Kylie is my daughter. She's going to be a senior when school starts. That's not her age, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's going to be 18. Oh, ouch. Very soon. Uh, Caden is 15, and he will be a sophomore. And Chase is going to be 13 at Thanksgiving, and he's in seventh grade. And right now, I have a 13-year-old. She's going to be 14. 12, 10, 7, 5. Yes. Yes. At the time of the recording, which, not the recording, when this releases, is yes. August 15th. So, some birth, one birthday. Yes. We have three, four August birthdays, so. Yes. Eric and Brian like August for yeah. birthdays. Apparently. Yes. Um, but, so, one of the things I have done, I'll just tell you mine real quick is when they were younger, we went through Proverbs. And with I, your kids. With and my kids. Like I know I said chapter? this last week. <laughs> it's kind of where the idea came for our summer Bible study. Oh, yeah, that's right. But that. with my kids just during the day, because I homeschooled, um, we would sit down, just the four of us. My husband was always at work. Not that I recommend that. It's just how life happens. Mm-hmm. But we would read about 10 verses okay. a day. And then what I did was I took a notebook and each kid had to tell me one thing they learned. Oh. And so by the time, it took us all school year. Right. But by the time they were done, we had a notebook with what did you learn today? And so 
Because so you get to, like, Proverbs 10 through 30. Right. And it's just those wise sayings. Right. And so it was fun to hear what actually stuck. Right. What didn't <laughs> stick. Right. But what was cool, because if you do Proverbs so many times, you talk about the wise man and the foolish man. Right. And so we would talk about that. And throughout the day, I would ask them then, are you being wise or are you being foolish? And it just gave us a great platform to have conversations then the rest right. of the day and I even one of my kids I was little I think it was Chase he was probably in first grade an older adult who he had interacted with made some comment of here your mom's teaching all the good stuff hang with me and I'll teach you all the bad stuff <gasps> which I couldn't believe and I didn't say anything other than I looked at Chase and I said and what would you say to Mr. X and Chase went, well, that's really foolish. I want to be wise. Bravo, like, Chase. Yes, it <laughs> Bravo. He's getting it. And so that just, Proverbs is, it's hard because right. how do you study? But so that was just one way. You we, know, and, and a thing you could add to that, Veronica, is while you're going through Proverbs, memorize Psalms 1. Psalms 1? Yeah, because that goes through, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. You have these two different lifestyles in Psalm 1 that fit with it. So while we're reading through Proverbs, we're going to memorize Psalm 1 Mm -hmm. that also talks about the wise and the the wise, the righteous versus the foolish, the wicked. Mm -hmm. And so you could constantly reinforce it. Mm -hmm. Because I I was going to say memorize Proverbs 2. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's another. You know, but Proverbs 2 is great. Proverbs 4 is great. And both of those are about 24 verses. Psalms 1 is shorter. Right. If you've got little kids or want to start. Because with that, even, you know, Erica's Psalms 1. Okay. You could do that. Hey, this month. You could do both. You could. Totally. Or what I like about Proverbs 2 or Proverbs 4 is you can do that in a semester. Yes. You know, yep. two verses a week. Yep. And you can be done in 12 weeks. And that's yep. roughly a semester or summer vacation. Yep. yep. So what about you, Air? What have you done? Oh, I've done so many different things. Um, we, when they were really little, we had kids' Bibles that we would use that we'd read to them at night. Uh, now that we have older kids, we're basically just reading through scripture. Right. And I have an easy to understand translation that I'm reading through right now to get the littles involved. And we're trying to talk about it with them. And again, we homeschool as well. So we just do it as a part of school, but I'm carrying it on through summer. And then we recite one passage every day with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel bad for my little kids because... <laughs> Sometimes it's you not wonder, as picture it's oriented. not as picture oriented, but then at night when my husband, when we put him to bed, he'll often do a little kid's Bible for them. Oh, so, so you're kind of doubling we're up. We're kind of doubling up. Um, and really reading through the Bible, because we've done that too, you come to some hard passages. You do. You really have you to You start talk. explaining things like circumcision right. and rape. And well, why did God do that? And why did mm-hmm. that happen? And why did David? <laughs> if you just read Genesis with your kids, it's like, yes. that's a dysfunctional family. Yes, <laughs> it is. But I love to to put scripture memorization with the Bible study. Right. And especially like even our 12-year-old, if you add hand motions. Yes. 12-year-old boy. 12-year-old boy. It makes it easier. Mm-hmm. And even he will do it with us, the hand motions, because then it sticks in your brain better. 
And and just do a verse a week. Even I'm so gonna ask them after we're for done their recording. hand motions. Yeah, and maybe I'll get a video. Oh, that Ooh, would be check fun. Out social media I don't know for a video. if they'll do a video. We'll see. I know. I'll I might have to. have to bribe them. I'll bribe them. I'll bribe them with something better. But don't and, ask what I'm bribing right. them with, Mom. Right. But with Rena, my oldest, she right now is reading through the Bible on her own, and I gave her a commentary that I trust <laughs> and said, "Here." <laughs> When Can you have questions, I just say not every thirteen-year-old is going to be excited with the commentary. She wasn't excited, and okay, she gave good. it back. <laughs> she did not and appreciate it. Did you hand it. it back? Well, she moved on from the book. Okay. So I said, next year, when you're done reading through the Bible, you're going to sit in this book and read through this commentary because I want her to start learning. My mom was wonderful and gave us workbooks when yes. we were little. Mom even, and I was going to say that our mom even made like hand wrote. Right. Here's what you're going to read today. Right. Here's the questions I want you to answer. Right. Because I've taken and done that with my kids. I've had my kids going through Psalms right now. Oh, yeah. And so here's your Psalm. Do your Bible verses. Right. Here's your prayers. Here's your praises. Right. Yeah. Our mom would, if you don't have time to do that, find a workbook. Yep. And give it to your kid. You know, when I was 13, I think I did my first workbook by myself, and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was on Moses and the Ten Commandments in the Tabernacle, and it just was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, so do that I think with your that's child. That's when she cried when Moses. That is, died. that is the first time I <laughs> cried when Moses died. I fell in love with Moses, but um, I also want my kids though to understand how to study, to learn how to study the Bible for themselves. So right. here's a commentary. You know what works for your kid. Mm-hmm. And do that. Do they want to listen to the audio, an audio Bible? I have two Mabel, readers. Maybe. I have two boys who don't like to read. Right. And so they listen to audio Bible. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Also, though, for your artistic ones, Psalms is so filled with pictures. Oh, draw what you're so seeing. So even before yeah. they couldn't completely read on their own, I was giving my first grader and second grader, here's the chapter to listen to in the Bible. Right. And now you're going to draw a picture I saw some heard. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they're interesting. But some of them, yes. you know, the narratives, yes. you can draw a picture. The Psalms, you can draw a yep. picture. And sometimes I would specifically say, what did you learn about God? Right. You know, because in yes. the Psalms a lot, my God is a rock, my God is a shield, my right. God is a fortress. I want them to have those visual pictures. Right. So I, so it's super simple. You grab a 90-cent notebook. Right. And you just write, here's the chapter. One thing you learned, yep. or one thing you heard. Sometimes, right. and I'll, sometimes, and it will come back. I learned nothing. Yeah, and that's okay. And that will be my sophomore. Right, <laughs> David. Right. You learned a little, but so I turn it. Okay, one thing you learned or heard. Then at least right. tell me what you what you heard. Right. But with that, another thing is putting in the Bible verses. Just associating those right. two. And because right. Eric and I memorize differently. Yes. And we have a whole podcast on this. Yeah. But real quick, my way of doing it is, or was, it's, I'm not as good about it anymore, but when my hands are busy, oh, washing mm-hmm. dishes, brushing right. my teeth, washing my face, doing my makeup, right. vacuuming, that's when I practice Bible verses. So my hands are free. No, my right. hands are busy, but my mind is free. Because there's so many things we do on autopilot. Right. Put your scripture memorization into that. Right, yeah. And then you can do a verse a day or a verse yeah. every two days or every three days. Right. Just, and then you add the next verse. Yeah. Erica and I both tend to memorize long passages. I think it flows better and it will stay in your mind better mm-hmm. as you're reciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But another, well, one thing I thought about that, Veronica, is you're extremely disciplined. And so 
when when Veronica says, I'm going to memorize something, she'll just do it. Like if you, and some of our listeners are like that. Right. You know, Jenna, our little sister, uh-huh. is like that. She can say, I'm going to memorize the book of Philippians by the end of the year, and uh-huh. she'll do it. So if that's the type of listener person you are, and you want to start memorizing scripture, uh-huh. then just set that goal. Yep. If that's what it takes, then set the goal and come back and let us know what you've memorized. Or tell us, hey, I'm setting this goal. Right, and we'll check in. Yep. <laughs> But for some of us, like me, my discipline isn't as strong. So I need shorter goals. You know, for those of you, then do 40 days. Uh-huh. Take a psalm. Take a chapter. I'm going to take the next 40 days and I'm going to memorize this. And then have an accountability partner. Uh-huh. Hey, in 40 days, I need to recite to you. Uh-huh. Just 40 days. It's a bite-sized thing. You can do it. And then after that, recite your passage once a week to keep it. And when you're ready, jump to the next chapter. Take the next 40 days. You know, take it in bite-sized chunks. There's Mm -hmm. no right or wrong way to memorize scripture. All the point is memorize it. Get it in there. Mm -hmm. The rabbis say that you will take your good deeds into eternity with you. It's, It's what your clothing will be made out of in the life to come. I don't want to be naked. (laughs) Right. You don't want to be naked. But I think memorizing scripture is something else you will take with you into eternity. So memorize, put the time in here and now to know it, and it Mm -hmm. will change your life. Mm -hmm. And like I say, we've done a podcast on this, but it's so nice in the middle of the night. Yes. When you're struggling, when you're waiting in a doctor's office. Right. To have those verses. When you're about to scream. (laughs) Yes. And it comes to mind. Erica's even recited during labor. Yes. Yeah. I do remember. I had Brian recite and I just thought it. Yeah, I just listened and thought it with him. It was all the begats of Matthew 1, which was like, oh, all these women gave birth. They survived. I'll survive. But also the big thing is accountability. Yeah. Tell somebody else. Ideally, someone's going through it with you. Right. You know, I have Jenna, our little sister. We haven't done very well of this, but... For, we, you did for years. For the, a decade. Right. We were really good. Right. Going through. And, and it right. helps to have that person go, we can do it. You right. can do it. And to realize there are seasons. Because yes. my husband and I, he's my accountability because he is uber disciplined. He's worse than me. He is. And even right now, this season, he's memorized. We've memorized nothing mm-hmm. in like a year. Right. Because it's just the season we're in. We're keeping what we've got, yep. but we're not adding anything new. That's okay, too. Yep. There are seasons that... Sometimes you're just grabbing, like I'm just holding on for dear life. And sometimes, okay, I can get more. Mm -hmm. So that's, don't be discouraged when those seasons come and go. But if you have kids, make it a habit with your kids. All right, every day we're going to take 10 minutes and we're going to memorize this together. Mm -hmm. If you're going through, you know, you want to read through the book of Matthew with your kids, memorize part of Philippians 2 where it talks about Jesus coming to earth Mm -hmm. and taking on the form of of a servant. Uh, if you're memorizing, try to make what you're memorizing fit where you're studying. Which is fascinating to me that I say Proverbs and you're like, memorize Psalm 1. You're saying, right. read Matthew, <laughs> memorize Philippians 2. Erica's brain works. It works. So <laughs> memorize something in Matthew. Yeah. The, the Sermon on the Mount. It's a bit but what, what I like is how Erica is connecting the books. Right. You know, you don't have, right. where you're studying doesn't have to be where you're memorizing. Right. right. Find what's going to excite you. And memorize it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
But with that, you know, we're just here to give ideas. Right. If you want to hop on our social media and go, hey, here's what I've done. Yes, we'd love to hear. Because, again, it's not just your own kids. You are all probably investing in kids in some right. way. Whether it's a discipleship group or you work with the junior high right. or you teach Sunday school at church. Or you have nieces and nephews. Yes. Because I, I taught twos and threes for years and I had a memorizing the Lord loves a cheerful for God loves a cheerful giver. Right. And we tried different <laughs> verses and I'd throw it in. Right. And so you have ways right. that help you memorize and others around you. Right. But also to study the Bible. Right. So we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. Just some ideas, but we'd love to hear your ideas. Yes. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Erica has her website, ericavanheitsma.com love to hear your ideas. So have a good week. Bye-bye.